Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) How are you? I am so good. I got a giant... Starbucks tea, and I am ready to rock and roll. I should have went to Starbucks this morning. I just have my own brewed coffee at home. I'm fine. Oh, (laughs) boo-hoo. You have your own espresso maker, and like your honey lattes are pretty legit. actually really good. Yep. I might have to make one for our next episode. But today I'm really excited because we've been getting a lot of questions from the peoples about our side hustles, right? And about the things that we work on outside of Boss Project and how it's going. And also, since we're back in the kind of beginning stages of business within our side hustles, Mm -hmm. I think it's a really interesting perspective to share things as we Mm -hmm. implement them and learn them and as things work and as things don't work. Because you and I have talked about often that we kind of miss that part of the beginning of our business and so I think oh, totally. our side hustles enable us to do that. So what we're going to be doing are two back-to-back episodes. This is the first one where we're going to dive deep mm-hmm. into Abigail's side hustle. And I'll ask her questions mm-hmm. and she'll share tactics and things that she's learned. And then our next episode that we have with just the two of us will be all about my side hustle. So yay. <laughs> Perfect. So why don't you tell the people what you do and when it started and why? Sure. So I am a, I guess, a health and wellness coach. I haven't given myself a label. I don't like labels, but I do have a health and wellness business and I help women primarily take back their life, go through personal health transformations. The majority of women who come and work with me are overweight and they want to start losing weight. They want to start taking back their health. But I also have a lot of women who come to me who are going through 
some sort of health crisis, whether they have an autoimmune condition, they are struggling with something with their thyroid, they're, like something is going on in their life that's prompting them to say, I want to make more natural choices in all areas of my life. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. you to cure me because <laughs> I'm not a medical doctor, but I am someone who's been through a lot of this stuff too and someone who gets it and people like that. People like the fact that I've been there and they can walk alongside me and I can help them make better choices both with their food and nutrition, but also in the products they're bringing into their home to find more natural alternatives. So I started this business after I got really sick. So I had a traumatic brain injury going on a little over three years ago, and I felt like crap and couldn't sleep. Emily actually introduced me to this world, and I wanted to take back my health. And so I was just working on stuff on the side and it started at home. Like I wasn't even ready to lose weight. I wasn't ready to even think about that aspect of my life, but I knew that I wanted to clean up the products we were using. And so I started to do that and it was mostly, I'll be completely honest. I mostly just wanted to buy more (laughs) and I wanted an excuse to be able to do that. And that meant, can I make enough to just buy whatever I want, basically? Yeah, we were using the same bootstrap method that we did and we teach here within this company where when we first started, there were maybe email softwares or landing page softwares or webinar softwares or whatever it could be, right? That we knew would be useful in our business, but we maybe didn't really have the budget month over month to pay for all of those things. And so we became affiliates for those things and Mm -hmm. would share them on our blog or you know, as a co-webinar or whatever. And we started to be able to get those things paid for so we could have a year paid for and we knew we could continue using that thing for a year. It's a very similar thing that you did with this. Oh, totally. It's the same. So for those who are unfamiliar, I'm actually a rep for another company. So I'm in the network marketing space. (gasps) I don't... Dun, dun, dun. I know. People have feelings. I don't tend to talk about it because I don't think it's relevant to what I have the ability to do for people and what I've been through personally. And while Young Living, the company I work with is incredible and I will share their products till kingdom come, I also recognize that that can be somewhat intimidating to some people. And so that's not the only thing I do. That's not the only aspect of my business. It's a huge part of it, but it's just a piece of the puzzle. And so that is how I make revenue is by selling product, but that's not necessarily my whole business. Right. I mean, it's what also dipped your toe into this world and got you... I think asking more questions, which is the thing that I think you try to encourage your people to do is like, you don't have to be perfect. You're not going to make the right decision every time, but I just want you to ask questions about what you're putting into your body, food or product wise, why you're doing the things that you're doing, why you think the way that you think, because all of that is tied into obviously health and wellness. Yeah. So what started out is a very much just an attempt for (laughs) me to make a couple extra hundred dollars a month snowballed. And I went from just me 
to, I guess if you were talking in like the normal sense of the business world, to about 200 customers in a matter of six months, which is about 10,000 in sales. And I stayed there for a long time. I just got really comfortable because it wasn't about the money, right? Like that's not why I started the business. So I just like hung out, did my thing. And then this last year in 2019, my husband came to me and he was just so desperate to leave his job. And I was like, well, you've been on this journey with me the whole time. What would it look like if you stepped away and this became more than a side hustle? What if it became more than this thing we just kind of do over here and it became your full-time job and I'm helping you rather than the other way around? Mm -hmm. Well, because I think at least from my perspective, what helped shift that conversation to even be an option, one, Jared had been talking about for literal years about leaving either starting his own thing or just doing something different and couldn't ever really commit to what that might be. Totally. And then this journey, the health and wellness journey became a part of your life. And you knew that if it were only you doing it forever, it would really only be a side hustle. Like it would only ever get a little bit of your attention here and there because you and I both had the conversation of like, no, 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 this is our full-time job. The bigger potential lies in this company and we have to Mm -hmm. foster it and give it our attention. And so I think if you wanted it to be anything else, then having someone helping you in it full-time would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, the cool part about network marketing and probably the part that makes the people most uncomfortable is that me not doing it alone is actually the best part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, Jared is doing this with me, but I can also get other women without having to hire them. Mm -hmm. I can inspire them to go out and do this with me. And when they do that and when they are successful, I am successful. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how the whole ecosystem is built. And I know that makes some people uncomfortable, but I think it is the sweetest gig ever Mm -hmm. because think about essentially what you're doing is hiring a sales staff on commission only, but you're not paying them anything until they actually earn the commission. And the commission doesn't come out of my pocket. Like the mothership... Mm -hmm. The big company, they're the ones paying out those dividends or whatever. And so they're just working alongside me and I can help them. Yeah. So what I want to kind of ask you is the buzzwords of what a lot of people, when they're just starting a business, think, you know, Mm -hmm. do I need to spend my time and attention here? Do I need to spend money here? Do I need to be doing these things? Mm -hmm. And so to me, those kind of fall into three categories. And so I want to like, just pick your brain about those three things on how you've either utilized them or decided to not utilize them in this business. So Mm -hmm. blogging. Blogging. Okay. So when I started Think Creative Collective with Emily, now Boss Project, I was blogging five days a week. So I definitely have a passion for blogging, but I have since recognized that it is a long-term strategy. And while it can 100% help you grow your business, it's not something I had the time to devote a ton of time to, but I know the potential that it has. So I did blog 
and I do blog for this business, but instead of blogging five days a week, I'm blogging once or twice a month and I'm blogging on topics that I think are really beneficial from a, (laughs) and I have no idea why my printer is printing things. I am blogging things that I think will have an impact on people and will Mm -hmm. just get them thinking differently. And I'm inviting them to join my Facebook community. So it was a choice in the beginning to just do it because I felt like I needed a like place I could document this journey a little bit. And the majority of time I would tell people, you know, this strategy, while it's long term, it, mm-hmm. good luck with it leading anywhere. But in this particular business, we get dozens, if not hundreds, of leads a week from this strategy. And several of them have turned into residual income people who are purchasing month over month that I had no relationship with prior. Would you say that? the less quantity of blogging that you decided to do is because blogging in general is different these days or because your industry is different? I blog less mostly from a time constraint thing. I actually think more content in my particular space would be helpful. So Pinterest is a traffic driver for my business. If you were to go search the topics I write about on Pinterest you're going to find a lot of garbage, like major like diet pills, like fasts and detox and like all these juices. And I'm not saying juice or detox or whatever, that those things are bad. That's not what I'm saying. But there's a lot of very dangerous advice out there. I definitely take a more natural, slower, whole food approach to everything I do. And Because of that, my blog tends to stand out among those other ones, especially for people who are wanting and needing to lose quite a bit of weight. So I would say the things that have been the most effective for me have been my most vulnerable blogs, have been my most vulnerable, like putting it all out there. Like I have one blog post about how I've battled binge eating and how that started as a young child and what that looked like as an adult and how I've worked through that. And then I have one that's all about like the truth about what is actually going on in your life when you have to lose over a hundred pounds. And those two blogs far and above everything else have seen a lot more traction. And I think part of it is because they're the most vulnerable But for women in those specific, I don't want to call it conditions, but in those specific, if they find themselves in a similar scenario, they're Mm going to be like, she gets it. And I think there's not very much of that out there. Yeah. And so you're still using the same type of strategies we maybe used at the beginning, right? Pinterest, potentially tailwind, writing content, sharing it, et cetera. Nothing new or different. No, it's the same. The main and probably biggest difference is I've just revolted a little bit against opt-ins and emails. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. My next uh, buzz tactic is social media. Okay. So social media 
can be highly effective in growing a business and has been something that has definitely fueled this one, but not because I have followers. It's because I use it as a relationship building platform. And I spend more time than I would say 98% of people are willing to getting to know these people. So yes, I'm posting on stories and I'm posting on my feed. But more so than that, when someone responds to stories or they respond to something in my feed, I'm getting to know them. I'm getting to know what's going on in their life, what they do for a living, if they have kids, what they're struggling with, what are their health concerns? Are they struggling to lose weight? Like what is going on in their world? And because I know these people, then I can show up for them and help them discover things that I have to offer within my own business. So what platforms are you on? So primarily Instagram and Facebook. Are you using Facebook? I know you have a group. So can you talk about that? Because I still count that as social media because it's on a social media platform, but it is more community and intimate. Totally. So I kind of use Facebook in two different ways. I technically have a Facebook page. Yeah, but I found Instagram when that rule was a thing. Yeah, but I found that it was very much, it wasn't effective Mm -hmm. in me growing my business, especially since this is a relationship business. And I was starting at zero there. I mean, yes, I started at zero on Instagram too, but like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. People don't like pages the same way they follow Instagram accounts. So when Instagram changed it so that I could be what they call creators Mm -hmm. and you still get all the same business analytics, but it ties to your personal Facebook page. I am honestly, that's a whole other conversation, but I am like, what was their intention behind doing that? Because I feel like they were against that for so long. I don't know, but I'm all about it because... You would be shocked the amount of people who watch my Instagram stories on my personal Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Like a lot of people. That's really weird. So I don't even think I've looked at that. Do they auto post to your personal stories? I made sure they... So I switched from Instagram business back to personal for a long time. I was like, screw the analytics. I think it's more important that it goes to my personal feed Mm -hmm. because I have thousands of friends, most of which I don't actually know personally. Right. Or I maybe knew personally at like one moment in my life, but they're not like my BFF or whatever. So I had my stories posting and I didn't care at all. Like that was just kind of on accident that it started happening. Mm -hmm. And then I started noticing how many people were watching and noticing how many people were commenting Mm -hmm. back. And... Then I was like, well, I can't change back to business because I can't have it post to a business page. And then when they change the rules for creator, then I switched. I'll have to test that for mine and see. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart.
including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. But... One of the first things I did early, early, early on was start a Facebook group. And this was meant to be like nurture central, basically. Like, how can I continue to love on these people and give them information and educate them? And so for a very long time... I had all of my leads or prospects and all of my current customers and all of my businessy people all in one group. And so when I posted about the business or posted about creating revenue, like prospects were also seeing that information. And I think that was really effective for a long time because of the way my numbers were like for a long time, half and then a third of everyone in my group was an active member. 
but now I'm getting so many more leads that it started to get like weird. Like they like didn't know anything about what I was doing. And so me talking about, you know, promotions that are happening in my business for customers was odd. So I, I did end up separating it out, but for a long time, it was just one Facebook group. It was kind of just like part of my sales funnel. Like if you come into my world and you're interested in what I have to say, then like this is the logical next step for you is joining my Facebook group. You kind of touched on this one a little bit earlier. The, I feel like most intimidating aspect that a lot of people talk about is growing an email list. Yeah. And I don't have one. (laughs) Talk to me about that. And at this point, it feels a little goofy that I don't have one. Like, because I do actually think it would help at this point. But part of it was an experiment, to be completely honest. I was like, how long can I get away with Mm -hmm. not bothering? Because what I knew and what I continue to know is that the most effective way for me to grow my business where it's at today is to have personal relationships, understand where people are at, and suggest things that make sense for their life. Not send mass market emails that are attempting to apply to a large group of people. And so because of that, I didn't start an email list. Well, and I think what's really interesting too is that I have seen so many, because I'm also in the oil community, I use them. I also use Young Living. I got Abby started into that aspect of it. So I see a lot of other oilers and I have seen so many people try to turn like their oil business into like more of a brand business, right? Because we know that growing more than just that thing is going to be helpful. And so they have started an email list and they have started emailing their people and then it just fizzes out. Like it doesn't seem to catch on in that community like it does in so many others. And I think part of that is because these people are awkward turtles and they don't actually know how to use email effectively. I definitely think that's part of it, but it also, I think part of it has to do with the fact that the, I keep wanting to say mother company, but like Young Living itself, (laughs) their website e-commerce platform is literally terrible. Like Mm -hmm. it's not intuitive. It's really hard to navigate if you're new. And so because of that, the likelihood of you taking just someone like, from just to go buy this just to yeah. go grab it like not easy and like they've recognized that it's a problem and are working on it but still so like and they came out with a new site a couple of years ago and we were all like this is still garbage yeah so we'll see if they ever actually fix it cuz it looks updated but mm-hmm. like acts like it it's still from works the 90s the same. yeah <laughs> So I think that's a part of the reason email isn't super effective because literally you need someone to handhold you through the process Mm -hmm. the first couple of times. Otherwise, you're going to be like, this is too hard. I give up. Yep. Yep. Okay. So my bonus thing that I added on here, because I definitely don't think it's a first strategy that a lot of people think of, but it is one that weighs on people, especially maybe at the point where you are, where you've maybe hit a roadblock in growing past where you're at consistently ads. So I don't do any advertising. The only money that I am spending is actually internal to my business. So I spend quite a bit of money on giveaways and on 
educational materials and on loving on my people, but I don't do any of that outwardly. Like I've never done a giveaway on Instagram to grow my feed. I've never done, I've never done an ad campaign. I've never paid for it. Now, part of that is because network marketing and advertising on Facebook are not is a beast. Mm -hmm. They do not like each other. They are not friendly with each other. And that's because there's a lot of like, not great things that happen in that world. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, there's a lot of regulations on the ad side. But also Young Living has their own set of rules about what is and isn't appropriate. And I just haven't bothered to keep up with it. And so for me, I know what's going to be more effective in the short term is getting to know people and spending time nurturing that relationship. And I spend more time and energy just understanding where people are at and having a really, really, really good follow-up system Mm -hmm. and less time worrying about Because I mean, I, for perspective, I just hit 3000 followers on Instagram after like two years and I make 10,000 in sales a month. So like, like that's really high for, I think. So do I think if I had 30,000 followers on Instagram that that would increase my sales? Yes, but do I think it would increase my sales exponentially from like at the same rate? Not at all. Not even close. For sure. So what are your ideas? Because I feel like, you know, because of your brand and because you've talked about this side hustle that we do have some people who are in network marketing or downlines or Mm -hmm. whatever who are trying to run it as a full-time business. And I feel like a lot of people have kind of gone through even if it's at different numbers, a similar trajectory as you, right? Where it's like they dip their toes in and do it just for themselves. And then they like have a burst and it's great. And that burst just isn't sustainable. And so what are Mm -hmm. your ideas for getting past that first like fizzle of building consistency? Mm -hmm. So because of the way I built and because of the fact that I have Boss Project 2, This is definitely, it has taken turns of where it's gotten Mm -hmm. a ton of my attention and where it's got Mm -hmm. literally zero of my attention. Now with Jared being in it full time, there's always someone like fully invested in it. So it's not going anywhere, but I definitely hit burnout more than once in this business because you can build it up. You can create community. You can get people excited. And then someone can say, you Mm -hmm. know what? It's not for me. And then if they leave, a lot of times everyone they brought into your circle of knowing Mm -hmm. also leaves with them. And so I've had like whole pieces of my company Mm -hmm. basically just like walk away. And I don't think that's ever going to stop. Like that's not going anywhere. Like there will be something that happens in the news or something that happens to someone personally or whatever, and they will walk away. So in terms of like how to stay consistent, I think you have to, have to, have to develop habits around how you are approaching the whole thing. 
Like you have to figure out what is your, your method to bringing new people into your business. I know what my method is and my method's really simple. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being vulnerable. I'm creating curiosity. I'm getting people interested in how did I lose 60? How did my husband Mm -hmm. and I lose a hundred pounds in a year? Like people are like, what? Like, how did you do that? Well, when they ask questions, then I can have conversations with them. I get to know them. And then I'm personally inviting them to my group program. Some of you might not have a group program and that's fine, but that doesn't mean you can't get to know someone and then personally invite them. But it doesn't have to all happen on social media. You could do the same thing all in person. You could do the same thing in like a class or like educational environment, but you have to continue doing it. Like this business will grow really stagnant really fast if you stop, if you put it on the back burner. Do I think you'll lose all your sales overnight? No, because people generally come into this. There will be people that love it and aren't going to stop, but they still came into it because of you. And so you have to show up for them. I would just find what are the behaviors that are leading to success for you? And can you do those every day? So like for me, I talk to at least 20 prospects every day. I talk to at least 10 people who are current customers every day. I try to stay active on social media because that's where I'm bringing in new people. And if I only did those things, like if I only did Instagram stories and I only messaged people, then I'm going to get really far. That takes, in terms of time, maybe an hour a day. But if I don't do Mm -hmm. it, my business doesn't grow. Yeah, I definitely think more than anything, this industry and this type of business, even if you're not with a mother company, even if you're just in health and wellness without like a product line from someone else to back you up, it's still a very similar handled industry where they need that deep, deep personal connection and trust like more than anywhere else. Because they have to trust you. Yes. Because you're not just going to, I mean, do I think if you're in the health and wellness space that you could just sell a random person some vitamins or supplements or your program or whatever? Sure. I do. But Mm -hmm. like the way they're going to stick around and actually stick with it and actually see results and actually whatever is you showing up for them. And so I can post testimonials and post people's success on my Instagram stories all day long, but Mm -hmm. because it's confusing to check out and get started, because I chose not to have a sales page because I'd rather have a personal conversation, because of all these things, my business isn't going to grow just from posting a success story. I have to get to know the people. Yeah. Well, before we head out, I want to do what we do with our guests and have you take us into talk strategy to me and provide us three to five action steps for people who might be in a similar industry or in a similar place in their business about what they can be trying or what they need to be Mm -hmm. thinking about in order to grow. Yeah. So I would identify 
what has been your growth tool? Like what has led to sales? And can you create a habit around doing that consistently? Now, if it has been personal conversations, I strongly encourage you to dive deep into how conversations actually happen. Mm -hmm. Because while I'm having personal conversations daily, I also have a lot of the same conversations over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. And that is actually incredible because it makes my job easier. And so I documented what led to sales. I picked apart conversations, like say I had 100 conversations and five of those led to sales or 10 of those led to sales. Of those, what was the similarities between them? What were the things I did say and was super effective at? Did I lead them through a certain like psychology where like they have to know and understand this before XYZ happens? And I documented that. So I now have what I call a conversation cheat sheet. And there are things that I refer to daily when I'm talking to people. I'm not just like trying to copy and paste conversations to make a sale. That's not the point. But when you are consistently having these conversations over and over again, you have to know what's working too. Like you're still running a business. So I documented what worked. I refer to it. I use it. And then I think regardless of how you grow, regardless of how people come into your circle, the number one thing you have got to focus on is your follow-up strategy. You have to have one. The average person takes seven to 15 mentions, conversations, I don't know, thinking about XYZ for them to convert, especially when you are converting at a little bit of higher price point. Like Emily is in a situation where she's selling $30 earrings. People don't have to think nearly Mm -hmm. as hard about how $30 is going to impact their lives. But for me, I'm bringing people in who sometimes have over a hundred pounds of weight to lose. They are very sick. They have a lot of health problems. And for them to make this decision, I'm not saying they have to commit to it for life. Like that's not the point, but like in their mind, they have to be ready and prepared to change their life. And so like, that's a big thing to ask of someone. And if you're trying to get someone ready and prepared to change their life, do you think it's going to happen in a 30 second one-time conversation? Probably not. And that's okay. Like I'm all right with that. I just have developed a system that works effectively. And some people will take three conversations. Some people I will talk to for two years. And that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's all in their time. Well, where can people learn more from you if they are on a journey where they need your assistance? Yeah. So if you have a desire to create a healthier lifestyle, whether that's wanting to lose weight or wanting to pay closer attention to the food you're eating or the products you're bringing into your home, there's a couple of places you can hang out with me. I'm on Instagram every single day at Abigail Says. I also love my blog and I pour a lot of time and attention into 
the articles that I post there. And that's over at simplyhomekc.com slash blog. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group and be a part of this empowering community where people are changing their lives, you can join us at simplyhomekc.com slash community. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.